Here we go! Hey there, my name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you're tuned into Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a proud member of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. And we are, we're beta testing something new right now. (gasps) Something that you said we were not going to do. No, I, it's different. I said we were not going to do a very specific, let's not veil it anymore. We are (laughs) attempting to do video and we're going to get into this here in just a little bit. The setup's a little bit different here. Um, we've got a different idea about kind of, you know, how we want things to look visually. We don't have our nook anymore. We rearranged. And I'm kind of okay with that, if I'm being okay. real. Yeah. But we'll get into that here it's in just a second. Space. It's we're so in your space, so it's fine. You could be watching this on YouTube. I don't know. We'll see how the video comes out. If it comes out well, you could watch this on, on YouTube. If not, you're going to have to listen to it on your podcasts or on LTN Radio at ltnonair.com or on the Live 365 app. It does eliminate the possibility of recording in podcast pants. Or no pants. Or no pants. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have shorts on. That's true. I I am also wearing shorts just for the wonderful podcast listeners. Hey, um, if if you're already weirded out, my name is Bubba. I am one of the founders here at Love Thy Nerd. I'm also the CEO and president, and I am joined by my um, my wife, uh, my wife, Anna. Hey, what's up? <laughs> so you're looking right at me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing. I'm just doing I a podcast. I don't know what to do with my face because <laughs> it has a camera on it. No, just kidding. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. I'm here. I'm recording with you and um, I'm talking about singing about <laughs> writing about what I'm doing. There we go. Um, I'm doing about. Yeah, I just feel kind of all over the place um, yeah. as far as like what to say or what I do, because as I have mentioned before, I'm just spread a little thin yeah, right I think now. You're doing great. You're doing great. Um, but, you know. I do church work. I do mom stuff. I do, um, well, last week I mentioned fiber arts stuff. This week I'll mention I'm helping to direct a play. Ooh-wee. Um, if you were joining us last year, I was in a play, and this time I'm helping direct a play. Man, you're so. coming up on one year from, the, like, one year. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Where's mm-hmm. all the time gone? I felt it. Okay. It's in these lines around my <laughs> eyes right here. <laughs> I'm like, where is it? And you're like, right oh, here on my face. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Well, anyway, hey. Hey. Are we, you ready to talk about oh. our, what we've been doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, I started a new thing this week that I've wanted to do for a while. I have not moved on from Animal Crossing in the video game realm. No. Never going to. Probably not. Ride or die. Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, I haven't played Stardew Valley in a long time, actually. And there's parts of me that are like, Anna, you're never going to play get that a new game. But I don't. Um, what I've been doing this week, though, is um, you all know this book, right? In the great green room, there was a telephone. And a red balloon and a picture of the cow jumping over the moon. 
You know what I'm saying, right? I'm going to be real. If I did not know what you were talking about, I would, I would have thought. <sighs> Good Night Moon by Margaret Wise Brown is one of the best books ever written. And I love it. And I didn't discover it until I was an adult. And I was like, where's this book been all my life? And I kid you not, you and I are still discovering new things about the illustrations in that book. And we've been reading it to our children for 10 years now. I, well, I guess not enough for me to know what the dang words of the book are, but (laughs) I I recently came across a TikTok as I'm wont to do. And it was some mom that was like, how after eight years of reading this to my children, <laughs> am I just now realizing that Goodnight Moon was not some quick to bed book? It's no. a short book to read to your kids, but the story itself of Goodnight Moon happens over the course of an hour. Yeah, it's because <laughs> there are clocks in the room and actually every page turn is five minutes on the clock. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, there's not that many words on the the pages, but anyway, so you might be wondering what does this have to do with animal crossing? So I'll tell you. I can't wait to see how I tie this together. Well, um, good night moon. It's all in one room. Um, and like it's it's this entire, it's good night room is one of the things you say. Yeah. Um, it's, it all takes place in this one room and then, you know, there's like little vignettes that you focus on, whether it's the kittens or it's the, you know, bowl, bowl of mush or whatever it is. Um, and I was like, I'm going to make this room in my house. I'm going to make this in my animal crossing house. So I've begun it, but it does require painting. Like I had never done any custom designs myself until I I'm making canvases to make the big windows that you can see the moon out of. And they have these really stripy curtains that are oh all my draped. Gosh, dude. And I'm having to do like four panels for each of these windows. It's an undertaking. Yes. But I have one side done. And I'm still looking to acquire a few items. Um, but I'm getting there. And um, when I'm done, I'll invite a few people. <laughs> I'll invite Asia. Asia can come see my room. I'll invite my sister. I don't really invite very many people to my island. No stranger danger. Though. I went to a dream island for the first time last night. Didn't even know that was a thing. Until and you. Uh, you were watching me on the dream island. And what did I say to you, you many times? Well, it, it was lamenting. It was a lot of... Uh, you, you beating yourself up. What, what's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for? Self. Deprecating. Fla- flagellation was the word that was going to Maybe. my mind. Um, You're very self-deprecating though. Oh, yeah. my, my island's never, my, my island's island trash. is garbage. Yeah. It is total garbage comparatively. Of, yeah. Cause wowie, wow. This island was amazing. It's a dream. Well, it's it's also how real. I felt going to Asia's island. I was like, what? Well, to be fair, that's what? Asia's whole life though. She has secret rooms in her house. How do you even make a secret room? You, you do it with, Oh, wow. With I'm just animal not. Crossing. Cross a couple animals. Whatever. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. And um, online school is kicking our ever-loving butts. Dude, I was talking about this just today. With I it was I was in our Discord server, lovethinder.com slash Discord if you want to come and hang out with a pretty dope community. Got a lot of really good good things that are going on over there. But we were we were talking in Discord today about common core math. 
and how goofball I think that it is. Now, if you're a Common Core is math that, teacher. Is it Common Core? Is that what you're, is that why it's weird to us? That's who's getting the blame right now from me. I just blame <laughs> I all the weird math stuff. I don't know if in fact stuffs. it's Common Core or it's just a few tools that we didn't use. Well, I think this is a tool. Uh, <laughs> and so. We're, These weird like math models and. Yeah. I literally went from feeling like an absolute genius to feeling like a complete moron. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? And somebody brought that up in the chat <laughs> because our son, I was learning, I was Googling and YouTubing fifth grade math. Hey, did you watch that math guy? No. The fifth, uh, Mr. J, I think his name. Hey, mm -hmm. he's awesome. No, I didn't. Almost every lesson that I teach Caleb where... Because the way that the videos that are part of his online school teach huh? are sometimes very confusing. And I'm like, hey, how about we go watch uh, this this guy over here? And he has a lot of videos. Yeah, I I mean, I just d typed it into the Google machine and whatever it came up with. I didn't put anybody's name to memory. And Did you so, put fifth grade math? No, I put the well, thing that we were looking it for. It would have come up if you put fifth grade math. <laughs> okay, well, next yeah. time. Because there will be a next time. When I, have to, when I have to learn something to check my son's math. Yeah. Because. I've been doing this for years. I was learning new history in the second grade. Not even lying. Our children's second grade. We were all learning history in the second grade. Yeah. But teaching I, second yes. grade. Teaching second grade history. I was like, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> I, I hate it. Oh. So much. I, I actually enjoy the learning new things. Well, here's what, I t here's what I told Caleb. I said, hey, bud. I have never used this as an adult. Oh, good. Yeah. I haven't. I'm going to be real with you. I've Way just to never destroy his faith in the system. I've never, well, I think it needs to be cracked a little bit. <laughs> I, I have never, I've never needed to do a division problem on a line. You know what I'm talking about? The little, yeah, but I've never needed to do that. Helpful for people. Hey, like I get why look, they do them because you need me, to, sometimes people need to actually hold on. see let's just, the let's problem. Just, let's just stop this train right here. Math isn't in the room with us right now. Okay. <laughs> so like we don't have to defend You say math. that, but like number lines were a big deal for me. Okay. Have you used one as an adult outside of a ruler, which I don't think necessarily counts as a number line, although I it is use, categorically okay. a number line. Have you ever had to do division a division problem on a number line. I'll get real specific. The answer is no. You haven't had to do that. And here's why. Because nobody needs to know how to Learn, do that. Um, buttonhole placement is actually like definitively that. Like I need to divide this amount of space into this many segments and then place markers at each of those segments. Yeah. Like I said, I've never used it either. Okay, well, and so, that explains why I like them and you don't. Yeah, I, I mean, like I was telling him, hey man, the theory behind all this stuff is great. Okay, I love knowing and understanding why things are the way that they are. And that makes complete sense to me. And I was like, the, right now, why you need to know it is because I gave him a random problem just to check and make sure if he did know what he was doing. Uh -huh. And he did. And I was like, this is, this is why you need to know it because they're grading you on this. And so in order to pass, you need to know this. Right. You don't need to memorize this equation. You need to know this concept. Bingo. Yeah. And so I was like, Hey man, that's totally fine. Whatever. You know, so I got done Googling and all that junk, but I, uh, 
stop leaving me with these kids to teach them school, man. Like I'm <laughs> I am sorry. I had been working on it all day long. I know, and you were doing so great. I was not, apparently. You well, got a lot more done in my absence. Well, so. be, well mainly because we learned together. That is actually most of what homeschool is, learning together with your children. Well, then we did it. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. he's not really homeschooled. He's just, he's schooled at home. <laughs> he's online public yeah. schooled at home. And also we were doing school until nine o'clock. And oh, so my PM. Gosh, that, enough said. Enough said. Hey, speaking of enough said, we're going to take a short break. So don't go anywhere. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about cults. <gasps> Shocker. We talk about so many cults on this podcast. I blame um, streaming Me. services. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, well, I mean, it's usually, I usually want to talk about it. Yeah. But hey, we're going to be talking all about cults today. So don't go anywhere. And we'll be back more with the Church Nerds Podcast. Nerds of the world, unite! Join us for LTNCon in New Albany, Indiana, this October 14th, 15th, and 16th. For all the details, including our amazing speakers, tournaments, and breakouts, visit ltncon.info right now. LTNCon in New Albany, Indiana, this October 14th through 16th. Register now at ltncon.info. Welcome back to the Church Nerds Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba. My name is Anna. And if you have found us any other place than on LTN Radio at ltnonair.com or on the Live 365 app by searching for Love Thy Nerd Radio, LTN Radio, then you should go check it out there. But you might have found us on Spotify. You might have found us on YouTube, maybe, again, if we get the video stuff going. Mm, um, maybe so. You might find us there. But if you found us anywhere, what I really would like for you to do is to go and rate or like or share this content. So many of you, so many of you are contacting us lately. And I think I said this last episode as well, but I think it bears repeating. Thank you. Thank you for doing mm-hmm. that. Right. I mean, it's not like, oh, hey, Anna, did you hear that compliment that we got the other day? Like, that's not why we're doing it. Um, although that is really nice. Thank you for doing that. Um <laughs> That's not why we do it. it. It's just good to know that well, like we're putting things out there that you actually want to hear. And so if you have positive or negative feedback for us, please let us know. You can contact us directly or you can send us you know, messages, talk to us in person, however you want to do that. You can send me an email, bubba at lovethynerd.com, and um, I will take it and delete it if I don't want to read it. So. Oh, at first, I thought you were saying that positive or negative feedback to make sure people knew that we were not a cult. Um, yeah. Because we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Segways but and then stuff, you yeah. said, I'll delete it. <laughs> what, but if I don't want to read it, though. You know. Now I'm not sure anymore. Okay. No, well, d- d- deleting an email doesn't make, doesn't make me a cult. Okay. Right? Well, uh, we'll see if it's on your list. I don't think you can be a cult by yourself, actually. Mm, so. Agree to disagree. <laughs> hey, before we get too far into this, I want to make sure that you know that you can come and hang out with us and help us build this community that is not a cult. I'm just going to put that out there. 
Hopefully, again, that's not <laughs> saying it's not a cult. It's not on your list. Uh, usually, you don't have to just say that you're not a cult. Right, but, but we're talking about cults, and so I just need, I need the, I feel the need to qualify so much. But you can come and hang out with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of the social media, TikTok, all that stuff, but especially Discord. Simply just go to lovethynerd.com slash community. And when we're live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash lovethynerd, it'll be right there on that page for you to watch without even having to jump into Twitter, Twitch, Twitch, Twitcher. I'm trying to say Twitch. I said Twitter. No, I don't have any Twitter on there. There's a button for Twitter. But if we're live on Twitch, it'll be right there and you can watch it directly from that page without having to create an account or do anything. It's pretty cool. I think so. Cool beans. Cool beans. When's the last now time I you want said to watch cool hot, beans? I'm, well, right now. <laughs> and, I'll, and probably a lot now after this. Uh, I say it actually sometimes. Now I only want to watch Hot Rod right now. I want to stop what I'm doing and go watch Hot Rod. Uh Oh. I was going to say I hadn't watched Hot Rod. I have watched Hot Rod. I've, I haven't watched what is it, um, the NASCAR one. That's Talladega a, Nights. That's the one. <laughs> I don't watch You said movies. you didn't know what to do with your face. I thought you were like semi-quoting Talladega Nights where Ricky Bobby says, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> no. Um, didn't know that that came from there. No. Hey, speaking of Talladega Nights, actually not a terrible segue. Is it not? Is it because... Southern? Real, what is it? Real northern southern. Northern southern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by that, we mean Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we found a new documentary. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this one was on HBMO Max. <laughs> Which we got again. Um, only for, right for now. the month. So we actually specifically sought this particular documentary out and it was yep. only available on HBO max. So we got only a one month subscription. I uh, always confuse yeah, we'll, we'll, subscription I mean, we'll and prescription. Yeah. They're uh, not the same. Yes. And, um, so it's called the way down. The, the way. The way. Like. W-A-Y. Oh, the documentary is called The Way Down, and it's about a book called called well a um, thing a thing called The Way Down Workshop. Oh, um, and that one is W E I G H Way The Way Down yeah. Workshop. Why didn't they name? It? Oh, they probably couldn't name it the same. They probably thing. couldn't. Mm. Yeah, sure did use so, a lot of food from it though. <laughs> yes, they yeah. did. Okay. Yeah, this was um. A movement created by a woman mm -hmm. in the late 90s. Uh, late 90s? Feels right. Um, and it was kind of, you know, like Italy, like yeah. Christian Weight Watchers in the early days. That's exactly what it was. And by the way, those programs at that point in time were a dime a dozen. Yep. There was Weight Watchers. There was Tops. Oh, Tops. tops. Anybody taking, taking off, off pounds, pounds sensibly. sensibly. <laughs> um, there were lots of, and a lot of them met at, at churches. Yeah. Um, and, and so it was like, you know, lose weight with Jesus. Kind Only. Of. Um, Jesus will help you to stop worshiping your um, Stop bowing down to the to the refrigerator. Refrigerator. That's what she said. I mean, Stop there was a lot of really him. like it is cringy. It's real cringy to watch 
now, um, especially like there's a lot of body positivity, um, you know, yeah. that is, that's another thing in my TikTok, uh, a lot is it's like, let's stop hating our bodies so much all the time for everything, Deal. like every little thing. Um, and of course there's obviously balance between body positivity and, you know, trying to be a good steward of the body that God gave you. Sure. Um, there has to be a, a balance, you know, we can't obsess about like our weight and stuff like that, where this was a lot of, you know, fat shaming and things going on in, um, this movement, um, which was pretty typical too. still. Um, and I think it can still be sometimes, but anyway, um, it went from, Anyway. Oh gosh. No, (laughs) it went from, you know, just a book to this woman ended up like forming a church that is still in existence, um, in, in Tennessee, Tennessee and Brentwood. Brentwood. Yes. Um, yes. Brentwood, Brentwood, Tennessee, 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 can't say Tennessee. <laughs> and, um, it was, it was an interesting one. It yeah. was an interesting one. So, um, I mean, right away, the, the front cover of it is like, what? That's weird. And Photoshop. Cause this lady's hair is it, like an entire whole head heights again above her. We just head. Le- legitimately were talking about shaming <laughs> and we're talking about this behind. Yes. It was, it's a lot of teasing goes on now, in that hair though. Here's, here's the deal. It, <laughs> we, we, we were in West Texas for a while. Oh yes. And the higher the hair, bigger the closer the bump. to God. Yeah, Bigger the bump, the closer to God. It's and, the higher the hair, the closer to God. And I think that Dolly Parton may have said that. Okay. Actually. Well, she would know. She would know. Yeah, she, she still wears big hair, I but she. Her and um, Jesus were in the same high school. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton, yeah. Jesus. She's been around for a long time. Uh, she shamelessly w- wears wigs, though. Dolly. Yeah. Dolly does. She does not even pretend that that is her real hair. So there I, we go. I tell you what, though. Hers don't look terrible. They don't look terrible. Um, <laughs> you saw the... It's you not saw, my cup of tea. You saw the one in, in this documentary. That's yeah. what That's what terrible looks like. <laughs> well, it was... It was... It. It is bizarre. It is... I mean, there's just... There's a lot of bizarre... Throughout the whole thing, which yeah. is part of the cultiness of it, yeah. I think we're we're gonna talk about this later. Where it's like breaking some societal norms yeah. is tends to be a um, a cult thing when it's like consistent. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we we watched it. And it. I say all of it, like there's so much of it. I think it's like four episodes. It's four maybe. episodes. It, yeah, it's not long, long. It's not as long as like. Leah Remini, um, Scientology in the aftermath. Yeah. Um, and it isn't nearly as big of a movement. This is a much smaller. I did not even know it existed no, I until didn't. it was mentioned to us. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Like, huh? Right. Like, oh yeah, there's so, a documentary. Right. Yeah. We heard about, we heard about the cult first and then looked for the documentary. Yes. Um, and so, um, It was an interesting one. It was not one I I was telling you, like in a lot of the documentaries of cults that we've done so far, there's been a lot of like sexual impropriety 
or if not impropriety, at least a certain, um, like broken, not broken. I don't know if broken is the right word either. That's a good word. Well, just a lot of, um, the people who have been part of, you know, like Mars Hill and stuff, they talk a lot about sexuality and it's like hammered into everybody like, about, you know, women needing to be in this certain place. And, well, um, the, the other one that we, we watched before this keep sweet and obey. That was very, oof, very much. That one vein. was a rough one. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, and that one abuse was like running rampant. Yeah. Like sexual Crazy. abuse was very, very, very prevalent. Um, this one, not so much of that. Um, this one seemed to focus more on control. Yes. Control is the big thing. And it's a lot of like cult of personality stuff. Um, and sure there's, there's the money stuff because most people who are in this position of power, like, you know, top of the food chain in these small, Mm -hmm. um, pockets of pseudo Christianity, um, end up like sitting on a, like a, you know, J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, dragon on a pile of money, you know, a pile of gold, um, with the big houses and the helicopters and the, yeah, they've got their, this is not a a reference you're going to understand, but they, they have their own iron throne. Oh, it's game of Thrones reference. I mean, I knew what you were talking about, but I, I haven't watched it. And I mean, and in that case, like with that analogy, like sometimes they'll do same thing with the dragon, almost anything to protect it. Um, and a lot of what we saw in this one and really, I mean, it's, it's fascinating for all the wrong reasons, right? Like it's, it's, you're you're just, you're just watching a train wreck in a sense, you know, it's like, it's good that, that this is out there. It's good that, you know, people can talk about this. We were, we were talking with somebody about it and they were saying, um, because they lived it. Um, I don't know why God actually keeps putting people in our paths, who have been a part of these things. Um, and you know, so far I've, I've, I've got relationships with people who have been a part of way down and also people who've been a part of the Mars Hill stuff. And so to hear them actually talk about this stuff is crazy because everybody says basically the same thing. Um, there's a lot of it that's really true and there's a lot of it that's not, Yeah, you know, and of course that's even, I, you know, Listening, so the the woman's name, who's the leader, was a uh, Gwen Shamblin. Gwen yeah. Shamblin, um, you know, she would start talking, and I w- could like hang with her for a, a to a certain extent, yep. and then all of a sudden we were getting off into like whoa, 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 whoa. stop talking, stop. Yeah, <laughs> um, because uh, one of the things that was very prevalent in this particular movement as, cause again, you were talking about control. Yep. It's a really big thing. Um, having control of your family, um, and your children. Oh man. Um, lots of child Trigger abuse. Warning. Yeah. Not like sexual abuse, but like just like abuse, abuse. Bad. Um, just uh, like be, be, be forewarned about that. Yeah. I don't know anybody that, uh, that would be like, Oh yeah, I'm totally fine with no, but there's a death. Uh, yeah. And so, um, yeah, it just like, it is in the Bible that, you know, children are to obey their parents and honor their father and mother. And, you know, that many times that's not necessarily like the thing that we want to do. 
you know, she's yeah. starting off talking about this, but by the time she ends and it's a recording of her voice, Oof. it is like straight up just like giving you goosebumps. What did like, she say? Ugh. She said, if you don't obey the first time, then you can't go to heaven. Something to that Something effect. to that extent that, yeah, like, like you're condemned yeah, to hell you know, like, if you don't obey your parents the first time. There's that, there's that verse and, you know, we, we kind of veggie tales it. We obey right away and joyfully. Like we, we've <laughs> said that, we've said that to our kids. That's from our homeschool curriculum. Yeah. Does that make us a cult? I obey right away and joyfully. Yeah, we, that we, was the mantra. We said that mantra. to our kids, mm -hmm. you know, and, and to kind of get that into their, you know, into their brains, but we never followed up with, or you'll go to hell. <laughs> like... No. We don't do that no. because there is a line. Well, it, there, there extra is. Extra biblical stuff is kind of. Is it? And I, and I tell the kids all the time, like we have rules to keep you safe. Um, we're not going to ask you to do something that is not, you know, it's not just because, and it's not, and we wouldn't ask you to do something that's going to hurt you. Right. Um, but there, you know, things like I, I heard an example for a while or when, I don't know, several years ago from a person who was talking about, um, how her father-in-law had admonished her about working with her child on first time obedience. Um, and so she started to work with him on that and she thought he was kind of that her father-in-law was being a little stringent. Um, but she went ahead and worked with her son on it anyway. Yeah. And then one day they, you know, he was running ahead of her on a sidewalk and he almost was running into the street and she told him that he needed to stop and a truck went, whoo, that would have just absolutely oh, taken yeah. him out. But oh, he yeah. stopped because they'd been working on, you know, first time oh, obedience. Man. What is that like? <laughs> and Golly. I was like, oh, yikes. And so in a sense, there is that element of like, this is for our safety and it's for our children's safety, but it's taken to this level that where it becomes like, emotionally abusive oh, and yeah. physically abusive. Um, that's like, no, no, we, no, no. Um, so yeah, that's, if you're, if you're that's not an losing, element. If you're not losing weight, then you are, you're not in the favor of the Lord anymore. Yes. And yes. Like, and if oh. you leave this church, then you will gain it back. Yes. Which is a form of excommunication. In and of itself. Yeah. You know, like that's, this is your punishment. This is your penance for. And for other denominations are full of people who are heavier than the people in this church because yeah. the Lord's favor is not with them. Right. And it's like, or they're not being um, manipulated into, you know. Dude, see, that's, that's <laughs> the thing that gets me is like, and we're, we're going to talk about in the next segment. So please stick with us here um, after we go to break, but we're going to talk a little bit about what kind of defines a cult, mm -hmm. not encompassing, like not all encompassing, but like what no. are some, some parameters that might define a cult? And one of, one of the things is, is, is a master manipulator, yeah. right? And I, you've heard me say this before, Anna, I'm like, I don't fully understand what that term means. And maybe it's because. That's because you are not very manipulatable. Not really. Not like really. Not, not even a little. There, I mean, I'll go with a lot of stuff. To uh, not, not to like this extent or anything like that, but like, I'll, I'll be agreeable with people and oh yeah, that no, sounds great. Yeah. Let's, let's see what's going on. Let's do that. But the moment when somebody's like, oh, I just don't know, man, like that person's a master manipulator. I'm like, no, I don't think so. Like uh, we went through an experience with a person really recently who 
I don't know why this person has the sway over some people that they do. Yeah. Um, but somehow there's this like ability to intimidate and cause some fear and people just move out of the way. Yeah. And I find myself also wanting to do that. And you're like, just why? <laughs> just don't. Yeah. It, you know, all that people have to do is just not, just don't. And I'm like, that doesn't even occur to me. <laughs> does not, <laughs> that does not even occur to me. Um, yeah. I mean, well, it, we didn't really go into a whole lot of the ins and the outs of, uh, this documentary, if you want to watch it, 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 it is one of those like, can't look away kind of things. Um, yeah, it seemed like trying to do a similar thing if for video format, what the, um, document or the podcast documentary, like long form journalism oh, approach yeah. did for the Rise Mars Hill story. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it spoiler alert, like she has already passed away the the oh, leader yeah. of this and they kind of start the whole the whole documentary even begins with that so it's not really a spoiler yeah um but just kind of like how this began and it's still going to a certain extent but it's just our, it's a kind of weird it's story bizarre um but we're going to we're going to talk about it here in just a second about how that is common yeah. Um, and probably more common than we tend to give credit to. So, um, and then we're also going to talk about maybe, you know, some, some safeguards that we can put up to not go down that path or to at least know when we are heading down that path um, of being in a cult. So, hey, stick around. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more. I said it right this time of the Church Nerds podcast. Reset. Yesterday was awful, just the worst kind of days where nothing seems to go correctly and the weight of life seems heavier than usual. I pouted, I complained, I threw myself the most epic of pity parties with a guest list of one, and then sometime around lunch my mind shifted. My heart began to find courage and my mind focused on truth. Almost instantly, my day was reset. A hard reset. By definition, a hard reset or master reset is a software restore of an electronic device to its original system state by erasing all the information stored on the device. To restore a device to its original state, there is one important step that must be completed, erasing all information stored on the device. How much easier would life be if we could erase all the junk that is filling up our mind space? To remove the lies, the fears, the worries, the what-ifs, and apply a hard reset to our database. God's Word tells us that in actuality, that is what accepting Jesus as our Savior does. Isaiah 1.18, Come now and let's settle this, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they will be white as snow. If they are red as crimson, they will become like wool, the greatest of all resets. Here's the kicker, though. One reset doesn't solve all the issues in our electronic devices for all times. And just the same, our one prayer of salvation isn't the only time we'll have to surrender to Jesus. Daily, we have to choose to surrender our lives and our wills to his control. Daily, we are required to reset and refocus our minds on his plan for us. Be willing today to reset. 
Your mind will not only thank you, but your soul will as well. Welcome back to the Church Nerds Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba. My name's Anna. And thank you for joining us wherever it is, whether it's on your favorite podcasting app, whether it's on possibly YouTube or Love That Nerd Radio, LTNOnAir.com or the Live 365 app just by searching LTN Radio. Hey, we are, we're going to just dive into it. Okay. We're going to get straight into this mess. Splash. Today we're talking about cults. And, um, as we are want to do. Yeah. I mean like that's, it's kind of, it's just the church nerds cult podcast. Yeah. yeah, Maybe podcast about cults, not, uh, we aren't a cult. (laughs) Again, we, if you say it, then (laughs) we don't know. Um, but no, seriously, like we found ourselves over the last, I guess kind of this season, maybe we talked about last season as well. The lines are kind of blurred for me. I don't, what is time anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, but we, so far we have talked about as far as like this sphere of cults go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm using that very, very loosely, right? Cause I'm going to throw some things out here and be like, oh, it's not a cult. Um, I'm not saying that it is or it's not, but like in, in this, this realm of like popular presenters and speakers and all that stuff. Right. So we've talked about Mars Hill. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and I think we've kind of talked about both Mars Hills. Um, so Rob Bell a little bit. And also, did you realize he was, his church was called Mars Hill? Uh, and they were basically mm. in the same general area as well. Mm, that's um, confusing. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got, you know, talked a little bit about Rob Bell and we kind of talk about him every now and again. Um, right. And then also Mark Driscoll mm-hmm. talked about that. Um, we also talked about all the Hillsong New York drama and just Hillsong Global. Well, we talked about, yes. We kind of talked about them, I think, in different. Was it the same episode or different? It doesn't matter. I think matter. it was the same episode, but it's weird because at the same time that the New York thing was happening. Yes. There was actually like real time stuff happening with the like the whole thing. The whole thing. So, we also talked about Bethel. Um, do you remember that? You shall not pass. Oh, yes. Remember that? Oh, yes. We talked about that. That was pretty gnarly. <laughs> yep. Um, mm-hmm. And we talked about grave soaking and all that stuff, like some of those interesting uh, practices. Um, and, you know, we. And I've referenced briefly uh, Leah Remini- Remini's um, yeah. Scientology. Scientology. Uh, and then, you know, we, we just we talked about some of the documentaries, documentaries that we've been watching lately. And one of them was Keep Sweet and Obey. Uh, Keep Sweet. Keep Sweet sweet and Obey. Pray and Obey. Was it Pray and Obey? Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Whatever that crazy doc was. Well, that one's about like LDS stuff. Yeah. Like fundamental. Fundamental. List. Fundy LDS. Fundy. <laughs> Indie Fundy LDS. Indie Fundy LDS. Uh, yeah. And then Yikes. most recently, 
um, a way down. Um, the oh, way, the, the way the down. The only way down. The only way. Um, of the, the remnant church out of, where did you say it was? Brookfield? Brentwood. Brentwood. Brentwood, which is in like where the who's who's of uh, Tennessee live, I guess. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been a topic of conversation and it's, I feel the need, like anytime we, we catch wind of something, we see it to talk about it. Well, I think because every time we watch one of these documentaries, we are like, Ooh, don't want to do that. Yikes. Yeah. Don't want to do that. Taking notes. And you know, I was, as we were trying to figure out our angle here, one of the things is like, with this specific uh, vanity comes up a lot, like over yeah. and over and over, like pride, not vanity is in like a vapor in the wind and meaningless and it's all nothing, but like the sense of pride yeah. um, and self valuation mm -hmm. um, is a big deal with most, if not all of the movements that we have looked at and um, a, like a lot of them really seek, they seek power, they seek fame. They want to be the biggest, baddest thing. Um, with this particular one, there was a lot of, um, tons and tons and tons of recordings, video recordings, audio recordings for a while. She was trying to be a reality star. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing that you see over and over again. It, like they have, Instagram profiles that are like, you know, very influential. Sure. It's a bunch of people who are basically, for lack of a better term, just trying to be Christian influencers. Yes. Um, and I don't mean influencers as in like, we all have influence, like, you know, no, like, <laughs> global leadership summit. Yeah. Hey, uh, oh my gosh, Bill Hybels. Yeah. Um, but like you know, influencers in the way that we know them where now there are things being legislated about them yeah. and things like that. Um, where really it's a scary line to walk because it's like, yes, we have this, we have the, we could tap into this whole influence like sphere of influence, mm -hmm. but at what cost? Because how do I keep my own pride, my own vanity out of it? And over and over and over again, we see that they didn't, Yeah, they didn't they keep didn't. it out. And so I watch these things and go, we're recording podcasts and publishing them and people are yeah. giving us feedback about them and how do I make sure that I keep my motives good, um, yes. that I, that I don't allow this to become, um, like the way that I get that attention that I really want, um, or whatever. Yeah. We don't, we don't want to create our own cults of personality. Right. And so <sighs> Mine I would be super boring. <laughs> I all animal crossing all the time. <laughs> Uh, and you know, Anna, you're, you're absolutely right. And that was one of the things that we were talking about as we were kind of building this episode was like, love thy nerd has a podcast network. Mm -hmm. Um, we are a Twitch stream yeah, channel I mean, thing. We've got, you know, YouTube content. We've got you and Matt have your faces all over absolute, everything. Absolutely. And so one of the things that he and I have been talking about, um, probably for like the last, I would say two years is, how do we do less of that? 
Yeah. And we've not been doing a very good job of it, <laughs> if I'm being real. I mean, yeah. because like, for instance, personally, I'm on Church Nerds. Mm-hmm. I'm on Free Play. Mm-hmm. I'm on Beard Bros. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're on co-optional. And mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, I, I can make excuses for all of that stuff. And I find most of the time that that's what I'm doing. But a lot of the conversations that I've been having with him is, hey, man, we've got to, it's got to be less of our face on there. We've got to share this platform. Um, we've got to allow other people that we trust to have voices in this this space as well. I know that there is a certain element of it that people almost can't help um, because you are the kind of person everybody likes. Matt, definitely the kind of person that everybody likes. Everybody yeah, likes that guy. I've never heard of anybody who didn't like him. That's true. I've never I've met heard someone of who was like, who don't like me though. Matt Warmbier, <laughs> that guy's the worst. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't happen. Um, there is this certain element of like, people just want to follow you. And I think that that's true of, I think that was true of Mark Driscoll. Oh yeah. I'm sure it was true of Gwen Shamlin. I think it's true of, um, you know, Hillsong, New York guy, whatever his name is. Everybody else. Um, true of, uh, Matt Chandler. Yeah. Um, true of Francis Chan. Yeah. And so, and Francis Chan, like in Francis Chan, you see somebody who's like actually actively fighting that thing. He keeps like shutting down his churches and being like, stop, go away from me. You know what? fine. I'm just going to move out of the country and go start a home church in a different country. Um, he's done a bunch of weird things like that because he, like, I admire him very much partially because of that, because I think that he's aware of how, um, there can grow this weird, toxic Mm -hmm. culture of like people just following him where it's like, are you following me? Are you following Jesus? And will you, but to that point, here we are right now talking about how great it is that he went and did that thing. And man, we should just be like Francis. I am Chan. aware. And so well, like, like I watch his videos and I'm like, man, I want to hang out with him. He's well, so cool. That's the thing that that's, and that's exactly what I'm talking about is like this, the, the cult of personality, mm-hmm. like 100%. And I think that it is something that needs to be kept in check. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that this is being recorded so that, I can, people have this and they can go back and say, Hey Bubba, you dummy. You remember when you said this on the podcast and here's the proof because I always want to have that level of transparency and checks and balances in place because we are all like just as like capable of making those bad decisions as any of the people that we've mentioned before. We Mm -hmm. all are. And mm-hmm. so like, we know that right now our staff, Love Thy Nerd, our staff is listening through the rise and fall of Mars Hill, because I believe that that podcast is required listening for anybody in leadership in a religious organization. Yeah. Because at the beginning, Driscoll says, hey, we don't do this to grow. We're not doing this to be big. We're not doing this to, for whatever. Like it really sounds like get pure Mm-hmm. motives and intentions, but oh boy, oh boy, yeah. oh boy, oh boy, yeah. Yeah. did we miss the mark. And I can tell you right now, love thy nerd, very pure motives. We exist to be the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. And in doing that, we do not need our name plastered over everything. But 
we absolutely do 100% want to be the name and the place where people come to for like counseling and advice when it comes to neuroculture missions and ministry, because that's what God's called us into. But we have to checks and balance that right against at what cost, Mm -hmm. like at the cost of putting others down at the cost of making everybody submissive to us and what we do. No, that's not what I want. That's not what I'm going for. Well, I mean, it's just, there's power and influence and all of those things to a human being have a tendency to be like a drug. Sure. Where, you know, you, (laughs) you go into it as this, you know, booger headed youth and very bright, blithely and, um, just, yeah, the motives are good, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's. It's difficult. We value relationships and relationships. I say all the time, um, relationships are built on like transparency and vulnerability. Like those are the two things that make relationships really tick and work. And so in order for us to be able to do what we do well and to stay on mission and not drift, we have to be intentional with that vulnerability with who we are vulnerable with and also intentional in being transparent. And so we're trying really hard and there's a lot of things that we're getting wrong and I apologize about that. Um, but if I, you, anybody listening to this, whether you're, you know, a close personal friend of mine or a, a listener around the world, if you see us kind of drifting in that direction to let me know, please, I would love to hear about it. And I promise not to delete that email. I'll read that one. Um, but Hey, Anna, uh, before we get out of here, because we really are kind of uh, running low on time, what are some of the markers of cultic personalities right. and organizations? We kind and of have of to ask ourselves some things because like you said, it's possible that you're like in a church or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, you just wake up one day and you're in a cult <laughs> because maybe it didn't start that way. Mm-mm. Like what we've just been talking about. Um, th- this that I'm taking is actually from an article published by the gospel coalition, uh, the Canadian, oh. uh, edition Canadian, eh? of the gospel coalition. Those, those Canada Canadians, there you go, Al. they know, they know what they're about. Oh man. Uh-huh. Gross. <laughs> No, he said we they love don't Canadians. Say a, boot. a boat. A boat. He says a boat. I don't know. Naomi. Uh, Naomi was out. trying to wrap her head around the Canadian accent because she's starting to hear it. Because um, there was yeah. a joke about it, and she's like, "I don't." <laughs> so anyway, we're working on it. I don't have a good Canadian accent. Um, here is are some markers, some questions to ask yourself. First of all, you know, like what is a cult? What, what makes a cult a cult? Um, and obviously there are the cults that, you know, Charles Manson made a cult. Yes, and that did. one was like, woo. Like there were some really obvious things about it. Sometimes it's a lot more subtle. Mm-hmm. So, um, sometimes it's packaged much more pretty and it's sure. more palatable. Yep. Um, so if it seems a lot more like a churchy cult which is a lot more what we've been talking about where yeah. it's, you know, evangelical Christianity, but you then you get in there and it's it. like, what? Yeah. Here are some questions that might help you to figure out. 
if you're in a, in a cult. Um, does your church oppose critical thinking? Um, and that's a big one. Um, I think we've seen that in some churches more than others. Um, Mars Hill, it was a definite, like, absolutely not. We're not going to think critically. I think that there were people thinking critically, but when you see that those people are getting shut down over and over again and and disappear, those people are shut down and then they disappear. Yeah. Um, that's not good. Um, another one is, does your church isolate and punish dissenting or departing members. Yeah. So basically, you know, are you losing your whole community? And there is a certain element of, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, I'm, I'm going to leave this church and walk away. Of course you're going to lose some of your community community. Yeah. But if it's like people are actively being told, we don't talk to so-and-so anymore. Yeah. They are, um, they've fallen away or they're stumbling or they're, you know, whatever. And we're not going to associate. They're vilified. I mean, yeah, some of that, some of that is self-inflicted just with the culture that we have um, with evangelicals and stuff like that, that like, Hey, if you don't go to my church, then we're probably not friends. And so like I was watching a TikTok, I actually sent it to you the other day. Um, it was about a pastor's wife. She'd been a pastor's wife for nine years before that. She was a youth pastor's wife for nine years. Um, and she said that like people misidentified her with the organization. So Mm, when people left mm -hmm. the church, they just walked out of her life. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. it it was the opposite, but like, I I feel like that, that kind of goes both ways. Like there's, there's disassociation of, what an actual relationship is with a person versus like the, my, the only way that we're together is at church. Um, so you're saying if somebody is leaves of their own volition or is kicked out, then they don't exist anymore. And that comes from the mm-hmm. top down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, does your church emphasize doctrines rooted in extra biblical sources? Um, this is more of like, I think obviously with the one we just watched, you know, her own curriculum that she wrote was like elevated almost at scripture level. It seemed like, like really, Mm -hmm. really pushed. Um, I think sometimes we see this in the area of like parenting and things like that. A lot of the like child abusive kinds of doc, uh, not doc- doctrines, but like ideas. Yeah. Um, those are not all that uncommon. Uh, ATI has some of those kinds of things, which yeah. ATI doesn't exist anymore, but like there have been these kids that grew up in these kinds of like bad environments and abusive environments. Um, and I know the names of several of the sources that they often use that are like, Nobody should ever be using these principles while trying to raise children. Like these are bad news bears. Um, But people follow these teaching almost as it like these people have got it together. This is how the Lord wants us to raise children. It's like, didn't he say that? Yeah. When that is what's quoted and not scripture. Right. Well, I I think sometimes they try to justify it with some, you know, like, Proverbs and stuff like that, but circular reasoning. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Next. Does your church require inappropriate demonstrations of loyalty to the leaders? Um, so 
this is where you'll see non-disclosure agreements. Mm -hmm. You're not really allowed to say things that don't agree with what leadership says. Um, You see preferential treatment to church leaders um, that, you know, we need to give these people these things because they are doing so much to serve us or those people have acted inappropriately somehow, but we need to show them lots of grace because yes. And you know, sweeping things under the rug. I saw, I saw another video recently that was a guy, a guy was speaking out against a preacher, like in a, in a service. And the preacher was like, uh, you, you will not correct a preacher. Like that's, that's, that's from the evil one that you don't correct a preacher. And I'm like, Oh wow. Ugh, bro. Mm. Oh, here's one too. This for you. You ready? Oh, to make sure you're not leading a cult here. Does a leader set his own compensation without oversight and limitation imposed by other non-related leaders in the church? That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I mean, finances are massive, massive. We talked about, you know, sexual impropriety and like finances and they usually run hand in hand, if not, you know, one and two. And yeah. so like it, th- I mean, that that's, that's just scriptural, you know, um, you can't serve both God and money. And if you're in it for the cash, I joke about this all the time. Like, yeah, I'm in ministry for the money. That is a joke, by the way. It is an absolute farce. Because I'm not, <laughs> I can guarantee you that I'm not. And if I am, I'm really bad at it mm-hmm. and like laughably bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you want to make sure that there's somebody else driving the ship um, or at least speaking into that or whatever. Like there need to be multiple voices in that for sure. Uh, another one is, does your church encourage members to break ties with family members outside the group? And this is another one. Insulate, in the, insulate, insulate. Yeah, in the really tight cults and stuff. I don't think this is so much with like Hillsong and yeah. stuff like that, but the smaller ones, um, you'll see like, you know, some of the people that we've talked to are like, our kids won't talk to us. Yeah. We're not allowed to see our grandchildren, um, et cetera. Yeah. Because we walked away from this. And so now like we're being shunned by our own family members. Um not that's not good like if if you're part of a congregation that encourages that in any way shape or form um i and i think there's a certain sometimes there's hey this uh narcissistic <laughs> parent yeah is maybe not doing great things for your life and so yeah. maybe you need to come up with some boundaries i think that that can be a healthy thing yeah but if by and large it's like well if they're not a member of this if yeah. this fellowship, we're, we're not, they're living in sin and we're not doing this. Um, that's not good. It's disgusting. Uh, does your church engage in practices that contradict biblical behavioral norms? Um, so. What an open-handed question there. Well. Open-handed? Uh, open-handed? So does your church forbid what scripture permits? Yeah. Or does it encourage things that scripture forbids? Sure. Um, should be kind of obvious. But maybe if you've grown up in that, yeah, like you really need to be checking things according to scripture. And um, sometimes you can be shocked at like, where did I come up with this idea? Yeah. And that when you go and look for it in scripture is like, wait a second. Well, and so that's where the, the dirty little four letter word and, uh, you know, modern evangelical 
ism, evangelicalism. Which dirty four letter word? Deconstruction. That's where uh, that that's comes. That's a lot more than four letters. Well, it's at least four. That's yes. that's where that kind of yeah. comes in. Where it's like, man, you know what? There is a healthy level of deconstruction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I I talk about it all the time. Like you need to question these things just because. If I ever get up and speak, I, I'm, this is usually one of the first things I say, hey, you don't have to believe anything I say just because I'm up here saying it. Like, test it. Go look for it in scripture. Talk to your leaders. Do all sorts of stuff. And I think that that is super important because that was not what was taught to me very much as I was growing up. To I don't, test things with scripture? Yeah. And I don't, really? know, I don't know that it was necessarily <laughs> nefarious. My parents were like, question everything. Right. I, again, I don't know that it was necessarily nefarious. It just wasn't a practice that was, you know kind of instilled in me. And so when question I question everything, unless I taught it to you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, do as I say, not as I do. That's a parent's favorite Bible verse. Well, I think that this one, um, it's a not a Bible verse. <laughs> I think this, that this one, uh, when you see, um, congregations that are like, women have to dress this certain way. Women have to wear their hair this certain way. Yep. It's like, uh, some of those things are not necessarily in scripture that yes. women have to wear skirts. It's actually not, not stated. It's, it's a person's interpretation of a thing that was said. Everybody wore skirts. Back um, <laughs> or, um, have to have a certain kind of music. We went to a church that was pretty staunchly only supportive of gospel, like bluegrassy kind of music. And people actually were like, if a, if, if a service is led with a guitar, I'm out. That was an actual thing that was said. An actual thing that a Um, deacon said. What? Nowhere in scripture (sighs) does it say that, that this needs to be led with a piano. Um, And I I think, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think that any of these things like 100% qualify anything as a cult. Let's just be sure. I think it's it's just like, you need to start asking questions. They're slippy slopes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so anyway, I mean, we're, we're not here to tell you your church is a cult. That's not what I'm here to say, but I do want you to use all of this, these parameters to question things, to go Mm -hmm. and talk to leadership at your church or in organizations, because I don't think that it's necessarily just churches. Again, we try really hard here at LTN to fall outside of all of these boundaries so that we don't land within a cult. Right. Well, and we're encouraging you to do these things because one of the last markers that this article talked about was, is, is your congregation or your church trying to isolate itself from the wider body of Christ? Oh, and we definitely are not about that. have never been a part of a church that was about that, honestly, um, because that's dangerous. It is. It's so dangerous. Like, even that our denominations work together, that our organizations work together and we might not agree on everything, but we have to know that we are (laughs) a part of this wider body and that's really important. And it helps to bring the accountability Mm -hmm. into the situation. Yeah. I mean, LTN specifically is, it's not Southern Baptist. It's not Episcopalian. It's not non-denom. It's not any of these things because it's not a church. Right. It is a parachurch ministry. That's what we do. We want to be there for the church. We want to help people that are in the church, big C, little C, all the C's, want the church to better love and serve its nerdy neighbors. And so that's why we exist. And that's what we do is we help people to do that, regardless of what your denominational background is. 
We just want to be the love of Jesus to nerds in nerd culture. And so we work with a bunch of denominations. Um, and some of the churches that we're actually like, you know, partnered with and affiliated with are from different denominations. We're not just in one or the other. And so it's, it's liberating. It's freeing to not have to, to worry about that. I, you know, I was a part of a Baptist Southern Baptist life for a decade, 12 years, I guess, total. Um, and man, it, it, it can get to you after a little while, you know, because no matter how much you're trying to do a thing, it can weigh you down. Um, and so it is, it is good to get out there and understand that, you know, you can work with different, different parts of the body. You know, you can, you can love on people, you can serve people, you can reach out and do different things with different types of, you know, faith bodies. And so it's, it's really cool. And if you hang around with LTN for any amount of time, you'll see some of that here in our organization and also in our, um, our communities. If you go to lovethynerd.com slash community and hang out with us there, um, you'll see that. But Hey, we didn't even scratch the surface. Sorry. Um, I feel like we just kind of skipped a rock do. across. We never do. This lake um, that is the, the wide world of cults, which I'm sure more and more and more are going to come out. Um, I just, I have to believe that. And I, it's a sad truth, but it's a truth. Well, it's good to know that actually it's not new. It's no. not new. It's been happening. Nothing, since. nothing new under the sun. And I, I think that honestly, <laughs> there's the new Testament. There are a written. couple out there that are teetering that could fall at any moment into, um, the camp of cult. And mm, so hot, um, juicy gosh, yeah. can't but, wait to hear about that later. Well, yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about it when it happens. Um, <laughs> But hey, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we've got a Church Nerds recommendation for you and also a Church Nerds weekly verse right here on the Church Nerds podcast. Welcome to The Lightning Round, brought to you by Moviga. I'm Steven with your weekly source for all things movies, video games, and more. Now grab your ponchos and let's catch up on this week's news. Ask and Hugh shall receive. Hugh Jackman is officially reprising his role as Wolverine in the upcoming Deadpool 3 movie. It doesn't quite add up given how Hugh's last outing wrapped up, but Deadpool is Deadpool, so literally any explanation will make sense. Some turmoil on the set of MCU's Blade movie, the film's director, Bassam Tariq, has reportedly left the project, and some rumors are saying that Mahershala Ali has been frustrated with the film's progress. It's also been reported that the Moon Knight director is rewriting the script completely from scratch. It's a bummer to hear news like this, but at least it means they're taking their time with it. Fingers crossed, it's great. Don Cheadle's Armor Wars TV show is being redeveloped for the big screen. I can think of about 94 other Disney Plus shows I would rather have seen as a movie, but I'll take what I can get. I'm a little tired of potentially great films being dumped onto a streaming service, so this does make me happy. I do love War Machine, I do love Don Cheadle, so I'm excited for this. The Apes franchise continues. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes will be a distant follow-up to the recent trilogy set far into the future. That trilogy is honestly fantastic, so if you have not seen it, now's the time. Six seasons and a movie. The hopeful campaign for the cult classic community to receive a movie has finally paid off. Peacock has ordered a movie with the original stars returning. Sounds like it'll be a movie, but still on TV, but that's fine. We did it. Greendale, we're getting a movie. 
It looks like Google Stadia is not here to stay. Dia. Google has officially announced the shutdown of Stadia after having gained no traction with consumers. I feel like it was a great idea we just weren't ready for. But our kids are going to love it. PlayStation Plus games have been announced for the month of October and we're getting Super Hot, Injustice 2, and Hot Wheels Unleashed. Injustice is great, Super Hot is fantastic, especially if you're planning to use it with that new PSVR, and Hot Wheels Unleashed is incredible. Not enough people play that game, so if you have PlayStation Plus, make sure you download it and come see me on the track. I'll be in the Ninja Turtle party way. Well, it looks like the storm has passed. Be sure to check out the Moviga Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or anywhere you listen to that sort of thing, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. I'm Steven, and thanks again for joining me this week for The Lightning Round. Tiger Uppercut! Well, to close out our show today, we do have a nerdy recommendation for you. And at the time of this release, we LTNCon is imminent. Imminent. Like it it's is not a word we use very often. Uh, fit to happen. And so go to ltncon.info for information on that. We are working right now on things for you all to do online. He means y'all. I, I don't want to say. He said you all, but I do not. we're in Texas and it's just y'all. I do not want to say y'all because Why? I, there, I, if my name wasn't Bubba, I would be very <laughs> curious to see who would say, oh, you're from Texas because I don't feel like I have a Texas accent. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are some times where I can really get into it pretty thick. Oh, oh, for you, you do not talk like that. I don't talk like that. And honestly, it's like I, I it's it's a conscious sounds effort. ridiculous when you do ridiculous. It is. <laughs> it's a conscious effort for me not to do that. Anyway, I don't know why I got onto that. Oh, you. you I have a tangent about are. it for later. Use so. use guys. <laughs> um, I want everybody. I'll just say everybody. I want everybody to go to ltncon.info. Check it out. If you're going to be in Southern Indiana, specifically New Albany. Um, on the weekend of October the 14th, we would love to have you come and hang out with us. Come check us out, see what we're doing. If this is your first foyer into Love Thy Nerd, I'm using a lot of words tonight. If there if there's something that you would like to learn about us, this is the perfect time to do that. Do you are, mean foyer or foray? Foyer. Oh, foyer <laughs> is a space where people congregate. <laughs> I guess it could be that foyer. Foyer? Foray. Foray? Foray. If this is your first time with LTN. <laughs> no, I hate that word. It the, sounds stupid. Foray? Say it again. For, <laughs> foray. Foray? F-O-R-A-Y. Hate it. If this You've your, used that word on this podcast. Mm, I, Haven't I don't, you? I don't th- I think I've, I've heard I you. I think I've only ever said foyer. <laughs> you because, better not. Well, because I think it sounds fancy. Foyer is like the fancy way to say foyer, yeah. the church foyer. Um, Ugh, gross. See, you ruined it. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? About- LTNCon. Oh. Hey, if you liked that exchange, come to LTNCon. <laughs> Except I won't be there. That's true. So you're going to have this exchanges with your work wife, which is Matt Warmbier. Oh, so. yeah, my bestie in the whole wide westie. Mm-hmm. Who's in Germany right now, by the way? 
Yeah. Golly, he told is. me he's he, he's uh, started speaking German. I sent him a message. I'm like, hey, so you're basically fluent in German, yeah? Yeah. And he said nine. Yeah, no, no. He's like, I don't know what he said. He should have said that. He's like, I've already started using it. He's been there for like, at the time I sent the message, he'd been in Germany maybe five hours. The Lord has given him the gift of tongues. Yeah. Well, he has a tongue. <laughs> one one tongue. Anyway, uh, he's down there uh, at Essen, um, which is the largest gaming convention in the world. And so, uh, but he'll be back, he'll be back in time for LTN con and you should come to, if you're going to be, like I said, in the Southern Indiana, New Albany area, weekend of October the 14th, love to have you come learn about what we do. And we're also going to have a section that where Matt and I do a volunteer training and give you an opportunity to become involved in the stuff that we have going on here at Love Thy Nerd. So if you've always wanted to do something, but you never knew where to get involved, that's the spot. That's hey, where you hey. want to go. So ltncon.info, we're going to be streaming some of the stuff. We've got some live content that's going to be happening. Some games that we're going to be um, having people run through maybe like Board Game Arena or some stuff on you know video games during the con if you can't be there because we get it. Look, understand totally understand some people gotta stay home and homeschool not homeschool their kids so. hey they got monday off <laughs> not that monday yes but this uh, monday. Uh, they might they have two mondays in a row it's, off it's too many mondays what? Mm. Oh, info. that's where you want to go if you have any questions just shoot us an email you can send me one bubba at lovethynerd.com and i'll answer any questions you have hey anna um, speaking of foyer, do you have, <laughs> you got a weekly verse for us? I do. Yes, I do. This is from Acts 17. Um, and it's not like a super quotable, um, it's not something you would like needlepoint on a pillow or anything like that. <laughs> um, but this is about when Paul and Silas went to Berea. Um, it says, and the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. And they listened eagerly to Paul's message. They searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. I love that. I love it so much because that's what we're supposed to do. That's what mm -hmm. we said in the previous segment. Like you got it. You, you have to test it. Mm -hmm. You have to test it because people are going to, they're going to come along and they're going to say the most wild and crazy stuff. And I feel like that's a lot of what Paul talked about was, Hey, I'm going to go plant this church. Uh, now I got to write you a letter and ask why you're so crazy. <laughs> why? Like, what I, I just left. What happened? Already you are so off track right now. Yeah. 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 But anyway, Hey, um, be, be as the Bereans. Please. Yeah, that is uh, Acts seventeen eleven. By the way, seventeen eleven. Uh, hey, I have a question for you, real quick though. We've talked about this between betwixt ourselves, um, but we were mentioning y'all and you all and oh, and uh, accents. And uh -huh. do you think that um, regional accents are coming to an end with the advent of like the internet and TikTok and us being influenced by? A broader range and hearing the differences in the way that we speak compared to other people. I wish, but nah. No? No. 
Like I, I feel like accents are fading because I know so many families where the parents have real thick accents and the oh, children do I, not. No, I don't, I don't think that that has anything to do with the internet. If I'm being real, because no, no like think about like, um, like second generation Americans, they are, they just, they don't sound like their parents do. They sound like the, the place where they are, which could be Texas. It could be Kentucky, could be California, whatever. doesn't matter. But each place, I, I do think that we still absolutely have them, not just regional, but like, I mean, think about, you know, like countries and stuff like that. We were, we were talking about the Aboot and all that stuff. Like that still is a thing that exists and it still blows me away because whenever I hear something like that, I think to myself, how does that happen? Like legitimately speaking, how does that happen? And then you can't train it out of yourself. It's like, this is is how God made me. I don't know what to to say to you anymore. But like, I want so bad to have an Australian accent. You just want to be bandit. I do. Yeah. But I think that like uh, Hugh Jackman, I just think that he has one of the coolest voices in the world. True. And he's going to be... isn't he going to be Wolverine he's, in another X-Men thing? He's reprising as Wolverine, not in X-Men. It's in Deadpool 3. So we'll see if you even want to watch that. Is he still going to have like the shirtless scene where he's holding a dead woman and just yelling? Uh, I feel gonna, like that scene is in every movie. He's probably going to hold he's... Deadpool. <laughs> he is contractually obligated. <laughs> yes, it's in his writer. I've seen it. <laughs> Um, hey, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, so much. Use all, guys, a boot, for hanging out with us and being a part of this social experiment. What? Are we offending Al when we say that about his accent? Uh, Not his accent specifically, but... No, because he says he doesn't say that. <laughs> I just respectfully disagree about the way that he says the word about... Compared to the way that I, for example, say about. Here's the deal. Al, we love you so much. I love you so m- I love you so much. You can say it however you want. You can. Regardless of what Anna thinks. I think you can say it however you want. Regardless of what Anna thinks. I don't yeah. think ill. Oh. Just saying. No. I actually like it. Oh, now you like it. I do like it. I didn't say, I never said I didn't like it. Oh, okay. And well, I, I love it. You if can, we've you, offended you, I'm sorry. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Dude, I, I, <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. It would, now we're going off the rails. Hey, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thank you so much again for hanging with us and being a part of this social experiment that is Love Thy Nerd and all the stuff that we do. Make sure that you're going to lovethynerd.com, checking out all the other podcasts, the video shows, our Twitch channel, our community stuff the resources that we have all the plethora of things that we have that you that you can come would you say there is a plethora um (laughs) go and check out all the stuff that we have because we put a lot of time and energy effort and resource into making that available to you for free it's just right there well i guess it's not free free you have to have access to the internet and there's a little bit of a barrier but once you get on the internet Sky's the limit. The sky's the limit yep. there. So go check us out, lovethynerd.com. And then if you feel so inclined, please hang out with us 
on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms. And if you are listening to us on a podcast platform, please do us a favor, rate and review. That is so helpful for other people to get this content. And you can share this. I think we mentioned that at the top of the episode, but you can share it if you find this content useful for other people. Um, If not, don't share it, but give it five stars anyway. Yeah. Even if you hate it, just play a hilarious joke on us. (laughs) And give it five stars. See what that's like. (laughs) Well, hey, once again, I'm Bubba Stalka. I'm Anna. Stalka. And we'll catch you next week on another episode (laughs) of Church Nerds. And if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds. Bye.